charismatic leadership. One day, Modi catered to his Hindu base by accusing the incumbent Samajwadi Party, SP, of pandering to Muslims. If there is electricity in the graveyard and during Ramadan, it must also be available in a crematorium and during Diwali. The next, he promised jobs for the underdeveloped state's youth, proclaiming that it isn't fair for the rest of the country to progress while Uttar Pradesh gets left behind. All the while, the party skillfully stitched together a rainbow coalition of Hindu castes. Nary a Muslim was given an invitation to the BJP ticket. Leaving nothing to chance, the party spent two years honing its ground game, allegedly enlisting at least 10 party workers for each of the state's 147,000 polling booths, creating 10,000 WhatsApp groups to spread its message, and organizing 900 election rallies. Third, Modi was greatly aided by the opposition's shortcomings. The incumbent SP, a family-run outfit that has been deeply entrenched in UP politics for decades, imploded just as the campaign began heating up in a spectacle fit for a Greek tragedy. A fight over the party's future rapidly descended into a familial civil war among members of the powerful Yadav political dynasty. As if that were not enough, the opposition was also divided. Two of the three major non-BJP political forces, the SP and the Congress Party, joined hands to block the Modi juggernaut. But the third, the pro-Dalit-Bahujan Samaj Party, BSP, demurred, effectively splitting the opposition vote. In the weeks to come, innumerable opinion columns will dissect the minutiae of the campaign. The BJP will study its game to see how it can be improved and replicated, the party's opponents will choose either to learn from their mistakes or engage in a never-ending series of recriminations. If the last few days are any indication, we will see more of the latter. Already, the BSP has blamed its loss on fraudulent electronic voting machines, and the SP is cursing its alliance partner for dragging it down. A far more interesting question is what this election tells us about where Indian politics are heading. First, as it nears its three-year anniversary in New Delhi, the BJP has further cemented its position as the pole around which Indian politics revolves. In 2012, the BJP and its allies controlled eight states, while Congress and its friends ran 14. Today, these roles have reversed. BJP-aligned governments will soon control as many as 16 states. The pro-Congress tally has shrunk to just six. The BJP is sitting pretty as it turns its gaze toward 2019's general election. Indeed, Omar Abdullah, a prominent former chief minister of Jammu and Kashmir, tweeted that, at this rate, we, the opposition, might as well forget 2019 and start planning, hoping, for 2024. Congress, which had for decades dominated Indian politics, is a shadow of its former self. When the party was decimated in the 2014 general elections, there was a consensus that if it resolved two existential challenges, that of leadership and ideology, it could regain its former glory. It is shocking how little progress the party has made on either front. A significant share of the blame must fall on the shoulders of the dynastic party's peripatetic scion, Rahul Gandhi, for failing to articulate a vision for rebuilding the party. Beyond Congress, India's federal politics is home to a litany of regional players, but they have yet to coordinate in a way that could pose a genuine threat to the BJP on a national scale. The new kid on the block, the anti-corruption Am Admi Party, 
has governed Delhi since 2015, but fared poorly in last weekend's elections, exposing limits to its appeal. Second, the verdict will have a direct impact on next summer's presidential elections and the political composition of the upper house of parliament, the Rajya Sabha, whose members are indirectly elected by India's state legislatures. The latter is especially noteworthy, since the BJP has struggled to push its legislative priorities in the upper house, where it remains a minority. Because upper house elections occur on a staggered timetable, the ruling alliance will attain an outright majority by 2019 as its numbers incrementally improve over the coming years. The tipping point will roughly coincide with the start of a putative second term, giving the BJP's legislative agenda a boost. Third, one of the guiding mantras of the Modi government has been competitive federalism, or the idea that states should be the leading edge of policy experimentation. Over time, the argument goes, reformist states that show results will...